Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone. Thanks so much for joining us. You're listening to Transform Your Life with Kelly and Lisa. I'm Kelly. Good morning, Lisa. It's almost afternoon for you. (laughs) Yes, it is. (laughs) Yeah, sometimes the time difference, it's it's, um, a little strange. (laughs) Excuse me for the, the time difference because certain times of the year we're one hour apart and other times we're two hours apart because Arizona doesn't play well with others and does not have daylight savings time, so we never change our clocks. So. I think I need to move to Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I thought it would be so cool when I first moved here, and now I spend so much more time being preoccupied with what time it is other places than I ever did before. Mm. So, you know, it's kind of... It's it's good it's good that we don't change our clocks, but it's kind of um, kind of a, makes a sticky situation for the um, for the show and for you know other shows that that I do and that other people do on this network. So you know, right. always something, always something, right? Life is never perfect, <laughs> which kind of leads us into today's topic. Um, Yesterday, I have to I have to say this because it was so interesting that uh, this morning we were going back and forth about what we were going to talk about on the show and um, the the topic, and you suggested expectations. And yesterday, another friend of mine, Leslie Summers, um, sent me something for. Um, for me to look at. She sends them to me before she sends them to to the general public. A blog post that she did about expectations. Oh. So it seems like that's sort of the um, topic of the moment. (laughs) So so what brought it up for you? Because I know expectations, everybody has them, you know, whether they're good or they're bad or they're our own expectations of what we expect from ourselves or what other people expect us to do we all have them so what what brought it up for you the phrase no expectations no limits is really mm-hmm. what um, it, it, it's it's a struggle for me because even if I don't have any expectations I've, there's technically an expectation that there's no expectations <laughs> so that's right I could play semantics all day long or what, but it's really the um you know should I have some expectations? Like my children, I expect certain things from them and to just allow or let them be, um, you know, I know that I'm supposed to do that. So if I put expectations on them, I, I don't know. It's just, it's a struggle in with the concept of, is there an acceptable type of expectation? Um, am I allowed to have a few expectations and not a whole lot of expectations? It, it's, it's that <laughs> struggle with the no expectations, no limits. And I understand the phrase, no expectations, no limits. If you put expectations on it, you're actually putting a limit on what can materialize from whatever situation you're putting the expectations on. So for me, it's, it's like, how do I, I guess, really, you know, how do I handle that? What am I supposed to do? 
Right. Um, I, I think that's a really, really common thing that trips people up quite a bit. Um, one of the things that strikes me right away is expectations we have of our kids. I mean, it depends, I guess, on what those expectations are. But if you are raising your kids to be the best they can be without expecting them to be like somebody else or to do what other people like to do, and if you raise them to be kind, productive, loving members of society, I think those are expectations that are very positive in nature that we should have. Um, one of the things that I, I recently, I've uh, been in a whole bunch of meetings lately. It's been a crazy week for me. One of the things that someone in one of the meetings I was at was talking about was her kids. And she said, you know, she was very angry at first, and I was asking her why she was angry. It was a long conversation. But basically, she said, I expect my kids, and she has teenagers, so these are not small children. <laughs> these are teenagers. She says, I expect them to clean up after themselves and to not expect me to do everything for them. I work, I do civic minded, I have civic minded responsibilities. I go to these meetings and when I get home, my house is a mess because I have three teenagers who are slobs and I expect them to do this and they don't do it. And she went on and on. And that kind of stuck in my head yesterday when I read Leslie's post about expectations and then again this morning and then with, with what you said because we do as parents have those kinds of expectations one of the things that in talking with her that she decided to do because there were a number of us having this discussion was ask her kid and I talked to her again last night at a different meeting so I, I know this is what she she really did at, set her kids down and she says look do you like coming home to a clean house? Do you like knowing that everything is, is good and everything is peaceful at home and, you know, it's, it's not junky and it's not trashy and you don't have to trip over things going up and down the stairs? And they said, well, yeah. She says, well, then it is your responsibility to help get that way because you are almost adults and I'm not going to clean your dorm rooms when you go to college, and I'm not going to come clean your houses when you grow up and, and have your own homes. And they were kind of blown away by that when she came at them from that way. So I, I do think there are certain expectations that we need to have. I mean, if you have no expectations that your kid is going to be kind or that your kid is going to not be a bully, then, you know, you're just kind of tossing them out the door and saying, go, fly, be free. And I know when I was a kid, I was wishing people would do that, but that's not, that's not the way it works in the real world. Does that address what you were talking about? <clears throat> Pardon me. Yes. You know, it does. And it's, I guess if we have positive expectations, then then it's okay. But what about from like a financial situation or a business situation or you know something that I I guess you know there are we do need to have expectations. If I go and get a job, 
I am expected to perform certain duties or I no longer have that job. And that's from an right. employer standpoint. From a, from a employee standpoint, I expect to get a paycheck, so therefore I need to do my duties in order to get my paycheck. So, you know, there are, there are expectations. But the, the phrase, no expectations, no limits, is that more generalized to certain endeavors, or is that just a silly phrase that I should not <laughs> think about anymore? There I, are I a know. number of <coughs> excuse me. There are so many catchphrases today. It's ridiculous. I was having this conversation not long ago with somebody else that, you know, everyone. And their dog these days is a coach of some kind. And everyone is coming up with their near, you know, the, the newest, latest and greatest near perfection speech that they want to give. And it seems like we're turning out, you know, just a vast army of positive thinkers. <laughs> and it's, at some point, I think there's going to be a backlash and I think we're on the precipice of that backlash right now. I, I really, truly do. I, I think we are, too. I, 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 yeah. I, there's only so much um, no limits, um, free your mind, you know, that people can, can do before it has just become part of the society we're trying to change. Does that make sense? You know, mm-hmm. it's um, – it, it, there are so many things on this planet that upset so many people, and rightly so. But you can go too far the other way. In my opinion, and this is just my opinion, and I have very good friends with this organization, please don't call me and scream at me. I'm begging you. PETA is an example of an organization that maybe has gone too far, in my opinion. Because you can't, there will always be people who eat meat. You are not going to turn the whole world vegan. Right. There are always going to be people who wear fur. You are never going to convince them otherwise. People are different. They are individuals. And part of being an open-minded, kind, accepting, loving person is accepting that those people have a right to be that way. Right. And I think when we start attacking people for being different, um, even if we think our, our basic reason for that is just, it, we're just as bad as they are, if not worse. So, yeah, I, I think the, the phrase that you're talking about, the no expectations, no limits, um, I think really that could be a good phrase if you, if you dissect it. Um, if, if you have had a rough life and your whole life you have been told that you're never going to do anything and you set your expectations that you're never going to do anything, then maybe, yeah, you shouldn't have those expectations. You are limiting right. yourself. But I think if you're going into a business and I use that as an example because I've had a multitude of them. Not one time have I gone into business with the expectation that it was going to fail. Right. You know, right. so 
Yeah, I mean, I always expected it was going to be successful. I, I think that can be a bad thing for people too, because if you go into a business, and I know people have done this, and I did this myself, I'm just as guilty the first several businesses I started. Um, I went in with the expectation that I was going to be independently wealthy and retire at 30. That was my expectation when I started my first business. Did it happen? Uh, No. (laughs) Did it cause problems for me? Yes. Yes, it did. It absolutely created problems for me because I had set my expectations so high. I went into a near depression. I was nearly clinically depressed at that point when I saw that it wasn't going to happen, you know, the way I had envisioned So rather than saying, okay, businesses are fluid, life is fluid, everything is constantly changing, I should accept that this didn't work out the way I thought and aim for something better because this clearly was not my calling. I didn't do that at that point in my life. So I just started beating myself up. So, yeah, expectations can be kind of bad too. Um, Depends on what it is. You know, sometimes – um, I, I I know some people, I used to do a lot more coaching than I do these days because I'm quite frankly too busy to coach anybody anymore. But um, there was a client I had who grew up in a family that everyone was successful and it was expected that she was going to get straight A's. It was expected that she was going to excel in everything that she did And it was expected she was going to be a carbon copy of her older sister who eventually became a doctor. Well, she wasn't academically inclined. She was more creatively inclined. She was a vocalist. She wrote songs. She painted paintings. You know, she was on the drama team. You know, she was not that same person. And it created a lot of conflict in her family and within her own self because she was trying, her, her, desperately trying, to live up to the expectations that other people had of her. So that's another area where we really can have some internal conflict. It's, it's not, I, I, honestly, I think the expectations we put on ourselves can be more detrimental to us, but but other people put expectations on us as well. So we have to be mindful of that. Well, that's a good have way you to encounter tie back that? the expectations. Well, yeah, <laughs> I think we all have, um, in some way yeah. or another, experienced people's expectations of us. And you know, I saw an advertisement on Facebook one of those ad-sponsored things that people didn't break your heart, they broke your expectations. So to have the no expectations for a certain aspect of a relationship makes absolute sense. Um, You know, we talked about children at the beginning of the show where, you know, I expect my kids to do certain things to become productive citizens, you know, productive members of society, but I don't expect them to go outside of their personality 
or right. their skill set more than, you know, like with the whole straight A thing. Not everyone is academically inclined. So I expect right. them to do their best. I refuse to take less than their best. But if their best is a C, you know, I can work with them on ways to improve their best. But, you know, as far as that expectation goes, I can, if, if my child is, you know, destined to be something different, then I, I, I'm okay with that. But the concept of they didn't break your heart, they broke your expectations, I actually was like, oh, I like that. Yeah, it still may have broken my heart, but, you know, if you don't have certain, I, I don't want to overuse the word expectations, but, you know, <laughs> you, 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 you go into a relationship, not everybody is exactly who they are. <clears throat> Pardon me. Right. When they start right. a relationship, you know, and so you have this, this grand idea of what this person's going to be, and then, you know, years and years and years later, they change, you change, there's growth, and your expectations of them might still be what you were in the beginning of the relationship. And, and to not have communication and whatnot can really hinder the growth of that relationship. And so, you know, I think, yeah, I'll pass it back to you. You know, I <laughs> You you hit on something really important there that I kind of want to expand on a little bit, and it's relationships. And it really doesn't matter if it's a relationship between siblings or between friends or uh, significant others or whatever it is. We all have these, these interpersonal relationships, and we do go into them with certain expectations. And, you know, I've often said it, it, when it comes to romantic relationships, most people go into a romantic relationship with two bags packed behind the door. They just do. <laughs> it's just the way it is. And I think really that comes down to you have to be comfortable in your own skin. You have to be comfortable enough with yourself to realize that you, we don't control other people and you can't control a relationship relationships are give and take. And if you're a person who goes into relationships with these grandiose expectations, and I know people like this, and when I was what I call my young and dumb years, I did it too. You go into thinking this is going to be the most fantastic relationship. This is going to be a lifelong best friend. This is going to be an amazing business partner or whatever your relationship is. And we kind of put blinders on and refuse to see the truth of the situation because we have built up such grandiose expectations of things and of people. I know right. I had a coworker years ago when I was working in corporate America. I know people who meet me now think I never did, but it, I, it's true. I swear I did. And it didn't last long. But anyway, and I really, you know, the, my first day there, I thought this is awesome. I have a very cool coworker. We're going to be best friends. This is somebody I can go out to dinner after work. And I had these great expectations of how this relationship was going to evolve. And like you pointed out, 
when you first meet people, that's probably not who they really are most of the time. And she turned out to be a very, very different person. And we ended up like oil and water. We did not mix. She ultimately left the department I was working in to get away from me. <laughs> you know, it was, it was really a horrendous situation. And I was devastated because I had these awesome expectations of how this was going to be, and it didn't work out, and I beat myself up over that for a very long time. Um, so sometimes you have to really take those blinders off and recognize that you have set these expectations. A lot of the time when we start seeing things fall apart, if we look at ourselves and say, you know, was I really looking at the way things were or was I looking at things the way I wanted them to be? And a lot of times just asking that question is enough to say, you know what, that was on me. I had really weird expectations of this and I wasn't seeing things the way they really were. Um, communication is key, especially when you have a romantic relationship or even in a best friend kind of situation. I know um, I have a a friend. We have been on and off again best friends, it seems like, for an eternity. And periodically we get into a huge blow-up and we go our separate ways and we don't speak for a month. And then it's, it's like nothing ever happened and we're best friends again. It's just, it's, it's a strange relationship. We're more like sisters or siblings than, than friends. But um, those kinds of relationships require accepting that as you go through life with someone, you're changing, they're changing too. People don't stay the same their whole lives. You know, the, the kids that we were when we met at, what were we, like eight, nine, something in there, um, we're not those kids anymore. We, we have grandkids older than we were when we met. And we've changed a lot. We've gone through marriages and divorces and near-death experiences and um, college and, you know, a, a myriad of, of things that have happened in our lives that we've gone through that have changed us and have enabled us to grow. And sometimes I think in long-term relationships, we don't want to accept that the other person is changing or that they're growing. And if you don't have that communication, if you're expecting someone to stay the same, you're going to be sorely disappointed because people just do not stay the same. It's, um, it's just, you know, if you, if you stop growing, you start dying. That's pretty much the way it is. Um, even, even people who have the same job, same marriage, same whatever for decades have grown and changed within that situation. You know, so people don't stay the same. I think that's probably the biggest expectation people have in relationships with other people is it's sort of, yeah, I'm growing and changing, but you can't do that. And and that's where we get into trouble. What do you think? 
Now, I think, you know, I was kind of the opposite growing up. I didn't have high expectations. Therefore, I had a lot of disappointments. Um, <laughs> 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 we'll just leave that right there. Right there. But, no, I, I totally agree. I know some people who have, you know, there's a difference between rose-colored glasses and beer goggles. There really is. And the way that you look yes. at the world, um, you can look at the world through rose-colored glasses or you can look at it through beer goggles. And if you're looking at it through beer goggles, that's exactly going back to what you were talking about um, just now. And But if you look through rose-colored glasses, you have more of a positive spin and a positive outtake on the experience right. that you have. So, you know, absolutely, I my expectations for people were not as high as I should have had. And therefore I did go through several toxic relationships um, throughout the course. And that has definitely shaped who I am today. But the, you know, there's still the growth and the change. I'm in a relationship I've been in the longest relationship I've ever had in my life, um, five years now, and it'll be six this this year. And, you know, we are growing and changing and, and just going through things together that, uh, you know, being there, support for each other and, and, you know, holding each other's hands through situations and whatnot. And, and fortunately, we both either can live in denial or can figure out a way to work through it to where it doesn't cause um, us to go our separate ways. And so I think after so much time, our expectations on what a relationship should be has changed. And it's not so much looking at the expectations of the people that we're with, but the expectations of what a relationship should be. So that's definitely something that I've noticed this go around with him. And it's been interesting. <laughs> it's definitely been interesting. But, um, you know, it's been good. It's been good. But, yes, my expectations have been raised. But the um, my expectations of a relationship have been raised. Not necessarily my expectations of any particular person. But I, I, I know people who go way above they're not to my standard well maybe they are but maybe you're looking at it differently you know maybe i, I don't know we're we're living you know, in a I, real world not a daydream world right. so uh yeah right well you know i i um once asked a 90 uh, something year old man we had a, a party for a 75th wedding anniversary a couple of years ago, and I asked him, what is the key to staying married for 75 years? And he said, we're not teenagers anymore. That's it. That's my key. That's my secret. People change. You decide when you marry someone that you're going to love them no matter what. And you're going to make that determination that you're going to work through all the changes together. And, and that's it. People, people change. And I thought, wow, I was kind of looking for something more profound, you know, <laughs> something more poetic. 
but um you know he's right because people do change and people do go through things that change them and it doesn't right. mean if you're in a relationship that is abusive or that is stifling that you should stay there because you made right. a commitment but if you're in a loving relationship that is allowing you the freedom to be yourself and to grow and to become your best self, then you've got what most people spend their whole life looking for. You just are taking it for granted. And I I think that's a really different kind of thing. I, I have a very good friend who is approaching 70. He has never been married. He's wow. had several long-term relationships. He's never been married. And he said it was because what he knew his expectations of married life would be, it would never be that. So he would rather have his dream of what a perfect marriage should be than to go through getting married and have to get divorced. And I thought, oh, my God, how sad for you. You know, it's just terribly sad to me that someone would say, well, they'll never live up to my expectations, so why do it? Um, You know, that phrase you were talking about earlier, maybe that's something he should read because no expectations, no limits. You know, maybe if you let go of those expectations, you realize that it's better than what you expected. But uh, people are funny. We have someone who is trying to call in. I'm going to try to answer them. The phones are weird this morning. And sorry, guys, if you've tried to call in and you've been disconnected a couple of times, please try again. See if we can get. Hello, you're on the air. Did you have a, a comment or about expectations? Hi, Kelly. Hi, Lisa. This is Marion. Hi. Hello. How are you? <laughs> I love this because, okay, I'm 71, and you guys know I've been kind of progressing rapidly this last couple of years. Um, But I have a question. I have more expectations of myself than I do of anyone else. Yep. I mean, I don't expect anything from anyone. I'm just grateful with what comes my way. You know, I mean, and I think that's the way to be. No, that that comes with age, honey. In my 40s, I expected yep. a lot. In my 50s, <laughs> not so much. Okay, but in my 60s, I really didn't give a damn. Okay, if, <laughs> you, you know. And at my 70s, it's very uh, a good feeling because I released all that tension. You know what I mean? It is what it is, and I accept it. And I just, uh, I, I expect more. I push myself harder than I ever would anyone else. Yeah. Yeah. And, I, I think I that's it. true I, of a lot of people. You know, but that's, you know, my ba- I've always had to be very active and present because I was a single mother going to college, supporting my daughter, been in a relationship with Howard. I'm one of the lucky ones that did find that person, did find that soul connection in life, and I am so grateful because all my experiments after that, not so much. You know, um, 
Um, I, you know, and I did commit that they were not a partner. You know, I went out with my ex for 15 months before we were married. The day I signed that marriage license, I saw the real man for the first time, and it scared Mm. the hell out of me. Okay, so know that your expectations, I had none. I was the one that he'd asked me for a year, and I thought it was a joke and kept saying no. And I was like that girl in the baseball in the stadium on the the screen. I'm not marrying you. (laughs) (laughs) You know, we'll talk about this in private. Thank you. Uh, But is it wrong not to to expect anything? I mean, I am so grateful when I gave up expectations of what has come my way. God has blessed me beyond measure. With you guys, with Jody, with Dave. I mean, the, I changed. I grew. And he hated, I wouldn't argue with him because I'd get in trouble for my vocabulary because it was too articulate and he didn't understand the words. Okay, so I couldn't win for losing, so I shut up. You know, and that I was, you know, I was going through counseling, so I got to give credit to Joe. You know, so, um, but is it? I think it's age. I think you have more expectations. I look at my fifty-two-year-old daughter, and I see that she has expectations. And my twenty-seven-year-old grandson, my twenty-three-year-old granddaughter, they have expectations out of life. I'm in the fourth quarter, honey. I'm going to sit back and watch this. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you. I'm not going to. love gonna, that. I will. I'm going to support you. My granddaughter, there's going to be a big announcement. She's a little entrepreneur shortly. I can't say a word, but um, that is very <laughs> exciting. And I just encourage them in whatever they, whoever they are, that's the joy of being a grandparent. Every time I get in my grandson's Mustang with my granddaughter driving me to the store, I dreamed about that for years, and we laugh about it because I told them when they were little, you know, I'm your taxi now. Someday you're going to be mine. And thank God <laughs> that he gave me the chance to feel that glory because I remind her all the time. You know, so, I mean, I think expectations – diminish with age because you have more experience in just living. Yeah. Yeah. More wisdom. More wisdom. Absolutely. Mhm. You know, I was on a podcast uh this week, uh forget today's Wednesday, probably yesterday. And I was part of the conversation. And, uh, uh, you know, I knew a couple people, other people on there. And the podcaster, I had just befriended, so she didn't know much about me. And somebody said, yeah, she kicks, you know what, but uh, at 71. And I was watching her on the screen, and her face dropped and said, Marion, you're 71? And I said, no, I'm <laughs> I am. I, I commented. No, I flipped my numbers. I'm 17. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so I mean, if you guys and they even say I have a lot of uh, back and knee and 
I have disability problems that way. But my doctor, and I can't take pain pills because of my stomach problems. So this has been fun. But he said, just wait till you're 60. All your nerves will start dying and you won't hurt as much. You know what? It's you. (laughs) (laughs) Something to look forward to. (laughs) I'm just telling you, girls, and it's good to be old. I I mean, and I can get away with anything. I can dance down the store aisles and they'll go, God bless her. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, I don't I just wanted to say, honey, don't worry, it'll go away with age. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Marion. Thanks for calling you in. Good, you have a good day, guys. Bye bye. Thanks for calling. Uh-huh. Bye. <laughs> I love her. <laughs> I do too. She's great. <laughs> But what she said is very, very true in that, you know, wisdom does come with age and with experience. And I think that's why sometimes you see a younger person who is so wise because of their experiences in life and they have learned lessons that most of us take decades longer to learn. So, um, yeah, absolutely. It's, uh, It's very true. That you you do kind of lose the expectations, I think, as we get older and wiser. Yeah. I guess maybe there should be some clarification then on what expectations are compared to, Mm -hmm. say, a vision board or, you know, dreams that I have for, you know, waking up on beachfront property in Maui or something like that. You know, I, I... because isn't that an expectation? So well, it, it's yeah. it's more goals. That's more goals. That's more intention setting. Um, you know, we expect that our intentions are going to be manifest. But um, an expectation is more. I think that um, you really just expect things to be a certain way, regardless of whether it's true or not. That's the way you expect them to be an intention. And when you're setting goals and, and vision boards and those kinds of things, that's something that you're working towards. You're putting some, some um, effort in. And I think a lot of times people don't with an expectation. They just, you know, they go into a marriage expecting it to be perfect. And, you know, they, they, go into, um, they go into different situations just expecting them to really manifest without, with very little effort, in, in my opinion. It's like you just expect everything is going to work out or you just expect things to be the way you want them to be, where when you're setting an intention, yeah, you expect that to happen, but you're mm-hmm. also realizing that there's some work involved and you need to look at things the way they are truly unfolding rather than just the way you're expecting that they're supposed to. Um, I, I can't tell you how many times in my life 
I've been upset because things didn't turn out the way I expected them to turn out. And I had my plan set in stone, and I was not willing to negotiate any of those points. And then when things started falling apart, I had to let go of those expectations and realize that there were signs that it wasn't going to work out the way I wanted, and I just had blinders on. I just expected that it was somehow going to work out without any effort on my part. I just expected the pieces to float magically into place and everything would be just wonderful like, you know, the happy ever after Disney stuff that you see as a, as a child. Um, I had to learn that what we expect isn't always what we get. Life is full of surprises. And if you're too focused on things you expect to happen, you're going to miss some of those wonderful, wonderful side trips that life throws at us along the way. And once you learn to go with the flow, and yeah, I still expect everything's going to work out beautifully, but I'm also realizing that things change. You know, some of the businesses I started when I was in my 20s, I look back now and go, what was I thinking? (laughs) I was miserable. That wasn't even something I enjoyed doing. So, you know, you have to kind of let go of expectations and realize that if you're too focused on, and people do this with vision blitz too. We've talked about this before. If you are so focused on getting whatever it is, you know, the, the four bedroom, two bath ranch and wherever you want to live, um, then you may miss out on the, the mansion on the hill. You know, you're too focused on this to realize you could also have that. So that's, that's kind of the difference for me is when we expect things, sometimes they're not realistic and sometimes we expect them and we put those blinders on and say, no, I'm not going to look at this opportunity because I'm focused on this one. Did that answer your question? Yes, if you could see my face, <laughs> the contemplative <laughs> head nod, you know. <laughs> I think that was a perfect explanation. I think that um, can help some of our listeners. I know I've definitely gotten a lot out of this show, particularly from uh, in the beginning, and I'm glad that we did have this discussion. Um, the next phase of my life, which I will talk to you about after the show is one that I didn't really see, but in trying to find out who I am and, you know, not go back to corporate world and, and things on those lines, um, it's been some interesting developments along the way. And so this is definitely something that going into the next phase of my entrepreneur status, I will definitely hold on to so that I don't walk away from an, a, an opportunity that will be a good one for me. Right, right. You know, I have a a personal example here um, that kind of goes along with what we've been talking about. Um, years and years and years ago, I uh, had a business partner who was an inventor he had like, I don't know, 70-something patents. Anyway, um, he was inventing this device 
that he was going to um, sell to the film industry for remotely recording sound effects in a, a clean digital version. This was before all of the digital recording things. This was back in the early, early, early 80s, um, before even CDs came out. And he was ahead of his time, but he was a giant flake. And I had such expectations that he was going to invent this amazing thing and we were all going to be wealthy. And when I started realizing he was a flake and it all fell apart, I was like, whoa, that didn't go at all. Like I expected it to go. What are we going to do? I literally had some guy, some random person I didn't know and had never met before or seen before or heard of before approach me and say, I will give you money for this guy's address. Because this guy was so flaky, he had ended up inadvertently, he didn't set out to rip people off. But he was such a flake, he never followed through and people lost their money. But through that experience, I met someone else who was commiserating with me about what a flake this guy was. And he actually wasn't a flake. And we ended up having a very lucrative business venture together. And I never would have met this person had my expectations of this other person fallen by the wayside. I had to really, it wasn't really until the guy offered me money. It wasn't the same person I ended up doing business with. It was a different guy, kind of scary looking guy, probably named Guido. That was racist profiling. I'm sorry about that. Um, (laughs) But it wasn't until I had that experience where this guy was willing to pay me money to find out where this flaky person lived, that I let go of my expectations and was therefore more open to other opportunities. So really, I think expectations are not inherently bad. We just tend to let them run away with us a lot of the time. Right. You know, we kind of we run away in... in and put those blinders on and don't see what's really going on. So that's what I have to say about that. It was uh, an eye-opening experience. And truly, I had spent years at that point um, trying to force my expectations of success onto this flaky person who ultimately never did succeed and unfortunately passed away destitute um, several years ago. So... Be careful, especially with your relationships with other people, that you're not letting your expectations of who they're going to be cloud the reality of who they are. So what else do we have to say about expectations? I think we've covered expectations. We did a pretty good job. Yeah, I, I, think I think that's a wrap. <laughs> you, you know, guys, thanks for listening. I see numbers popping up and then disappearing again. So I'm sorry if we, we didn't get to your call, but thanks for calling in. Just share the show link. Let's continue this conversation uh, through social media. Let us know what you think about expectations. And if you have any comments on anything that we've said, uh, we would love to hear from you. Absolutely. I think that does it. Um, thanks so much for listening, everyone. Thanks for sharing the show. 
Um, thanks for following us. Thank you for all your support. We appreciate it. Have a beautiful, beautiful day and week, and we will catch up with you next week. Bye, Bye guys. Everyone. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.